I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm willing to work as hard as I can. There is no past, there's no future, there's just this moment right here. If I did that, if I can get through that, like, come at me. Changing how I saw myself, like, as a man, not just as, as an athlete. It's okay that I struggle. It's okay, that's part of the deal. It's how I respond to it. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Limitless Athlete Podcast. My name is Tom Foxley, the founder and coach at Mindset RX. And today, what we're going to be covering is the five tools that I use most frequently to train my athletes in terms of performance. And if you listen to previous episode, we've talked about rewire, regulate and perform kind of a three factor mindset program um, or a, a system methodology for, for training mindset and athletes and today we're going to focus on kind of the the sexy bit the, the exciting bit at the at the front of this the perform aspect so this is how to make it count make your mindset count um when it when it really matters so in competition in training how can we actually translate this to better performance that what that's what this is really about so these five tools that i'm going to be covering they're by no means an, an expansive exhaustive list of of tools they're the five that i find myself going to most frequently to help athletes with their mindset and it's worth saying that I only really do this once we have a decent foundation of nervous system regulation and the ability to rewire the narrative. Um, so like these two things, they're, they're super, super important to get first, to get prior to um, the performance piece. But, you know, we can implement some of these and get some decent results. So this is a a really kind of introductory lesson and hopefully my, my well, my intention for this is that you can take these tools and apply them to your training and see instant results. So that's what we're going to be looking for today. So a little insight into what we're going to be going for. Some character skill training here. So like what, what that means, we're going to be talking about mental reset buttons, exposure therapy, effort over outcome training, and pre-lift routines. So essentially, this is how to overcome those performances that are just not what you were hoping there would be um overcoming fear is something we're going to touch on because i know fear influences so many good athletic performances and change those failing lifts that you know you should be able to hit and that were well within your grasp and giving in too easily you know when something bad happens in a training session or a competition you kind of resign yourself to failure um so that is that's is what we're going to be really covering today so one thing to say before this and to, to re-emphasize is these tools, if you use them in isolation, they'll give you a little bit of gain. But if you really want to train your mindset, if you really want to create that change and long-lasting change, you have to do this in combination with the rewiring of the story that you believe and the regulation of your nervous system too. Before we get into today's um, podcast, I want to make you aware of the webinar that we're going to be hosting with the one and only Khan Porter. So myself, our head coach, Rachel, and Khan Porter, CrossFit Games legend and mental health advocate, we're going to be chatting through how to train your mindset. That's what the webinar is called, how to train your mindset. And we're going to give you a complete kind of overview 
of how we implement the system that the RRP method. So we're going to give you practical take-home tools that you can go away and, and use in your training. Um, we're going to teach you how to rewire your nerve system. We're going to go through, um, Khan's actually going to be leading in like an identity change um, passage there. Rachel's going to be teaching you some really great techniques to regulate your nervous system. And I'm going to be diving into how to train and put, put that into performance basis and how to make that count in the, in the gym and in competition. This is going to be a one-time only thing. The webinar is going to be 90 minutes or so long. So it's um it's going to be deep, but not completely overwhelming. And the, the big thing about it is it's not just going to be the teachy stuff. It's going to be the kind of actual practical mindset change within that session too. Um, it is on the 17th of November. So yeah, 17th of November, 2022. Um, it's at 21.30 hours at UK time. You can figure out that with your time zone because I'm not going to do every time zone in the world. And um, yeah. That's going to be the that's going to be the process, and it's something I'm really looking forward to. You can find the link in our Instagram profile. So let's get into mindset training for athletes. Let's start off with character skill training, and I've mentioned this before. This is the I'd say my favorite mindset training tool with the athletes that I use. You would use this if you've recognized a an imbalance in your training. If you've, you've recognized an imbalance in your mindset, like you know that, oh, I'm not play, displaying enough resilience or I'm not displaying self-compassion or like whatever it is, like you've recognized there's like a flaw in your mindset and you've recognized the skill is there to be trained. It's like I'm I'm not quite the level I need to be in terms of mental toughness or resilience or focus. And you're going to use this as an opportunity to train that obvious skill. So you realize you're missing something in your skill set and it's an obvious opportunity to grow. This is when you'd be using it. So once you recognize there's there's something missing there. How are you going to do this? So before your session, and that's the key thing here, you're not doing this during the session. You're not looking for opportunities before the session, uh, during the session. You've got to notice before the session, this is the skill that I want to train and this is how I'm going to do it. So you'll want a list of one to six character skills that you know you need to work on and you'll want to know what they are before your training. You're not just kind of picking this out of thin air, this purposeful, intentional um, and you want to note down exactly when it's going to be and how you're going to do this. So you're not looking to do throughout the whole training session, because if you're lacking this now, you're going to really struggle to do it for 90 minutes or two hours or an hour or however long your training session is. You want to choose one or two moments at the absolutely absolute most that you are going to train this character skill. So let's go for an example. Let's say you want to practice courage or risk taking. This is particularly obvious when people back away from challenge, when they don't take the risk, when they play it safe too frequently in their training and in competition. What I'd be saying if if this is something that I want to work with is, okay, I'm going to show courage today in today's training session by loading the bar with an extra five kilos. Or I'm going to limit myself to 30 seconds rest between sets two and three. Or I'm going to, I don't know, instead of breaking into an eight and a seven on my pull-ups, I'm going to break into a 10 and a five. These are exact explicit ways where I'm going to show courage 
in, in getting after it. I'm going to go for it. And it, notice how these are not broad, generic, like I'm going to do this throughout the whole workout. They're one or two moments because you can't go from zero to 100% instantly. We need to move there progressively. The key here, and the, I suppose the key with all of these, is there might be times that you don't live up to this, but if you are or live up to the outcome that you are hoping that the the character skill will give you. But if you don't, then you've just made an opportunity to learn. You've discovered an opportunity to train your mindset and you've discovered something else that you might be needing to do. So this this is going to be super effective in your training. What you, what you find is that you're going to make progressive, predictable progress towards your potential as an athlete when you start doing this. So this is going to look like, well, you're putting this work in on a consistent basis, right? Like you, you do this every tri single training session. You, you know, these are the character skills that I want to work on and you're going to be doing them systematically. This works best if you've already done the work around the rewiring of your story. So you've got to know your story first because that story is going to give you insights into what skills or character skills you need to train to, to overcome it. So you You'll also gather some like perspective and thoughts on your um sorry, perspective on your thoughts and emotions by doing this. The problems you might encounter, well, you might be focusing on something that's not actually the problem. You might, if you haven't done this rewire work, you might just think you need more mental toughness when actually it's the other side of the equation. You need to like look at a more balanced approach to mindset. And you'll just focus on like the hot this is a super common in the in the mindset world, by the way especially in the CrossFit side of things. Like we think that we need this force pushing aggression and actually um, some creativity, some curiosity, some more archetypically feminine traits are what we need there. So some self-compassion, some self-love, some curiosity, those things are often what we need to balance out. And if you haven't done that work prior, then you're, you're, you might be choosing the wrong thing. You might be going like too broad. So you might be thinking, I'm okay, throughout this whole workout that's 12 minutes long or even three minutes long, I'm going to show courage. And really that's too overwhelming for you. You're not going to show courage for that full time. You want to choose specific times in the last five seconds, in the first five seconds, in this movement, in this um, particular rest, in in this way of acting, like I'm going to show my courage or I'm going to show my self-compassion, whatever it is for you. And you might be like another thing that people run into as well is they're changing the skill to too quickly they start on courage and then they're on self-compassion and then they're on discipline and then they're on focus and they're changing and changing and changing and really you need to bed this new skill in like you're changing the habits of a lifetime so you need to like allow this time to bed in i'm talking about at least four weeks six weeks maybe eight weeks focusing primarily on one character skill so you got to embed it deeply and another mistake that people make here as well is not valuing the changes they're making because they think, oh, I should just be doing that anyway. Well, if you're making change, you're growing your mindset. So we need to reinforce this with a tool like the AMWAP to, to make growth. So character skill training. We're looking to train our skills. We're looking to train our character through very purposeful discipline way. That is the tool number one. Tool number two, this is for you if you are experiencing a huge amount of fear in training or even any fear in training. It doesn't have to be a, a, like a huge performance sabotaging amount of fear, but just any fear in your training. So the, this is exposure therapy, essentially. What 
exposure therapy is is a way of overcoming fear and it's usually used in a clinical setting um i first like so the classic example is like you got a phobia of needles or spiders or being in a dentist or whatever it is and they progressively expose you to more and more of what scares you so that you move forwards the first time i've used this for my own athletic benefit was in climbing and one thing that you do in climbing there's like a few different styles of, of, of rock climbing one of them you basically clip yourself into the wall so you secure you clip your rope into the wall and then you climb way above it to this next kind of piece of protection that you can place and that kind of and then you clip yourself into there that transition between clipping yourself in is pretty scary to begin with like you you, you can fall a long way you can actually do yourself some damage you don't want to fall um you can logically you know you're going to be safe but it's a scary process and if you just kind of rush into this full like fear level you're going to or if you if you try and rush to perfection here and just trying to banish the fear it's not going to work so what you have to do and this this way that i pushed this on my on my climbing training was i started out very very easy where i only had a tiny tiny bit of fear and then i would go a little bit harder a little bit harder climbs in climbing it's quite easy because it's like graded so you can move up i would challenge myself a little bit more and gradually expose myself to more and more risk more and more of what scared me and the knowledge that as i progressed through that i would realize that i was stronger and more capable um, than i ever realized as possible now how does this translate to you as an athlete well maybe you're scared of i've worked with athletes before like who like going upside down really terrifies them and it's like okay instead of trying to kick up into a handstand again and again and again and just getting frustrated and scared of it we're just going to take your feet like onto a 24 inch box or a 20 inch box and just kind of chill there for a bit and get comfortable with that and then we're going to put one 20 kilo plate or 45 pound plate on it we're going to build it up and build it up just go slightly against the wall and we're going to go like not rush through it but do it systematically do it slowly um, and you want to break this into the smallest manageable trunk so if you find that competing is fear fearful for you and you're a semi-finals level athlete then do some more competitions at a, a lower level. Get yourself kind of inoculated to that fear. Um, learn that you are stronger than you realize through going to those competitions, having experiences, failing a, a bunch and learning from it. And that way, when you turn up to a um, to a competition that's, that truly matters to you, you have that capacity. You know you've put those reps in. You can look back at all these things that you've done leading up to there and go, Actually, it's not that this is so bad, but that I am I'm brave. Another example is coming back from injury. Say you've um, screwed up your shoulder and you need to build up that strength of of courage overhead, of overcoming the fear of going up. Well, you don't just jump straight to 100 kilos. You go 20 and get really comfortable up there and be com- like absorb the process. Don't try and push it away and get through it quickly. Just absorb the process. Notice to yourself doing it. Feel what fear actually feels like and notice you coming overcoming it. So this is the way that you progress through fear. You gradually expose yourself step by step by step by steps, tiny increment by tiny increment until you, and this is the really important thing, you don't realize that the thing that was scary wasn't scary. You realize that you were braver than you realized. So this can run into a few problems though, if you haven't regulated your nervous system. 
properly beforehand. If you are just running on fight and flight the whole time, if you're stressed, if you are fearing outcomes, then like in your body is kind of representing that stress and in that state too, you're going to find this way harder. So we need to regulate first some some breath work, some somatic training is is very, very helpful here. And we can also run into problems if we take too big a jumps. Like we go from um 20 kilos to 80 kilos. And instead of building up slowly by slowly by slowly, like that's the steps that we want to go through. And also starting to challenge again. Like we're thinking what we should be able to do them rather rather than what we actually can do. But if you do this and experience this exposure therapy as a predictable, manageable technique, you will find yourself overcoming fears. And then that will translate to everything else you do too, not just in training, but your entire life. So that's tool number two, exposure therapy. Tool number three, we've called it a mental reset button. Some people call it a bounce back plan, but essentially you use this when you're the type of person who gives up or resigns themselves to failure when you encounter these difficulties. We have to develop the skill to, to bounce back. And you can do this by creating kind of, it almost feels like a, a mental button you've got in your head so that you can just press and refresh. You can't, the, the way to ensure failure in this is that you start trying to just do this in the middle of workouts. You've got to start outside the complexity and the distraction and the demands that training imposes on you. So if you are constantly messing up reps in the middle of workouts and you're kind of like trying to regain this, it's not going to work. We need to do this in like a visualization setting or do this in a focus setting. So what I would be doing is working myself through three stages here. Acknowledge, drop, and adjust. So the first step that you need to practice when you get distracted. So like we we can use the example of this. I'm going to sit down, close my eyes, imagine myself going through a workout. If I imagine myself, which sometimes happens, failing a rep, or I imagine myself getting distracted, which is just the, almost the same thing here, the distraction and the loss of focus. If I notice myself like I'm getting distracted or losing focus or losing my place in the workout and my imagined repetition of the workout, what I'm going to do is I'm going to firstly acknowledge the fact, okay, here I am. I'm definitely distracted now. Not chastise myself, but just quickly acknowledge it. Notice that I'd said acknowledge, not beat yourself up about this. So the first step is to acknowledge. Then it's to drop any negative self-talk. And this requires practice. It requires a lack of judgment and perspective on this. And then adjusting your course. So acknowledge, drop, and adjust. So here's an example. You're going to sit down and use words that remind yourself that you're going through that. So my example, let's use my example. So if I was going to, in the middle of a training workout, because I've put these reps in, if I was going to, I don't know, fail a rep or I was going to um, go really slowly, like, and I just didn't have the, um, didn't have the capacity that I thought I did, like just completely messed up my pacing. First thing I'd do is acknowledge. Okay. So the, my word for the acknowledge is change. I'd be saying to myself, change because that's an, that's a kind of positive step forward so i'm acknowledging that i've screwed up that rep or made a mistake and i'm saying to myself change that's the first thing next thing is focus so i'm going to drop the negative self-talk by saying focus to myself and then i'm going to say goal which is adjust the course of plan this goal step is just looking for what is my next goal what can i move to instead of beating myself up about what's gone i'm just going to say what is the next step that comes forward. So 
change focus goal use words that mean a lot to you um not just the ones that i said but the ones that mean a lot to you this though requires a lot of presence and awareness and what we need to be doing is building that up in the rewiring phase of our training we need to be aware of our stories we need to be aware of our mental emotional state because if we're not we're going to drop into these old patterns of behavior without really realizing the change so we've got to become present and we're also going to have some decent nervous system regulation there to make the most of that too because otherwise you're just going to be distracted in fear response and all this kind of thing so what we essentially are trying to do here is give yourself this this ability to reset and you're going to do that by saying to your, to, by acknowledging the fact that you've made a mistake or you're acknowledging the fact that things aren't going well so awareness there dropping the negative self-talk and then adjusting your course you may find that despite doing that you fall back into the pattern that you're about to do or you fall back into the mindset the resignation or you hear those old negative self-talks uh, self-talk phrases coming up if that's the case and you realize it well good do it again because you've just got another opportunity to practice this. That's what we're looking for. Like the realization that you've slipped back in is actually a good thing as long as you take ownership of this and adjust your course. And if you do this consistently, you're going to generate more presence in your training. You're going to generate more focus and perspective, and you're going to generate this ability. I, I hate the word, but bounce back ability, like this ability to like drop back into the moment to have negative events happen and just overcome them like this is what the best athletes in the world have and this is what you need to train to so that's tool number three we have this ability of a mental reset button next the fourth one now this isn't really i would say a tool this is more of a perspective that you can train and it really is the ultimate tool in athletes like so many athletes that I work with, they're just overly focused, hyper-focused on the outcome they put in, forgetting that the outcome is almost entirely out of their control. What's in their control is the effort they put in. And if we're always focused on the outcome, we're always judging ourselves as not good enough. Whereas if we're focusing on the effort that we put in, we can always be in control of that. We can always be in charge of it. So if you're getting kind of frustrated at your slow progress if you're beating yourself up for not being good enough if you find yourself comparing yourself to everyone else what's happening is you're focusing on two tangible results so two quantifiable two measurable results you want to be focusing more on effort and you can train this ability it's not an instant fix but it, it requires repetition and the way to do this is by setting one goal before your workout starts that is solely based on the effort that you put in not the outcome that you receive and we have to learn to value this effort regardless of the outcome so it could be something like on the final set of squat snatches i am going to move as quickly as i possibly can that is regardless of how quickly i'm actually moving it's regardless of the weight that's on the bar it's regardless of what everyone else is doing all I know is that for that last set of, I don't know, five squat snatches, I'm going to move as quickly as humanly possible. And I'm going to set myself that effort-based goal. It's easy to measure in the fact that you know whether you went as quickly as possible, like in the moment, like trust yourself in the moment, the intuition there. And 
regardless of the outcome, regardless of whether you blow up too quickly, regardless of whether you actually move really slowly physically, but you feel like you're going as quickly as you can, like the the outcome doesn't matter. What matters is the effort that you put in. What you need to be doing before this is you need to understand that it's the process that gets you where you want to be. It's not the outcome. It's not the the kind of um, the result of your training. It's the process, and it's the process that you have control over. All of these athletes were process obsessed, like the best athletes in the world. They're process obsessed. That's what you, I've realized through working with some of the best in the world is that they adore the process, and they are even if they have down moments, it's all about the process. What can I do rather than what results have I got? And when you find yourself drifting into the outcome. That's when you're making mistakes. The problem that people make or the, the, the mistake that people make most of all with becoming outcome-based is that it's so built into who we are that we forget that we're even becoming out, outcome-based. So this looks like saying something like, I'm going to go sub two minutes in the first round, or I'm going to go 30, um, 30 reps unbroken. That's still the outcome. You can have an intention to do that, but what if someone pushes you over in the middle of the set? Like you can't control that outcome. Like what you can control is your effort. And this is all about effort. And your reputation with yourself shouldn't rely on the outcome, but it should rely on your effort that you put in because that is something that's always within your control. And if you do this consistently, you become that athlete who always gives their all, who doesn't hit this self-imposed limitation. And someone who believes in themselves and trusts in themselves and values themselves more highly and considers themselves as, hey, you know what? I am good enough. I do deserve to be here because I'm putting in the effort. It's not about the outcome anymore. It's always about the effort. And if you can get into that perspective, that using that kind of tool of that perspective, that's going to help you train. Uh, that's going to help you change. Finally, we have pre-lift routines. This is the one that everyone starts with, but for me, it is, it's kind of a nice to have additional thing. Um, start it, enjoy it because you can get really good results with this, but it's not the be all and end all of your, um, of, of your mindset training and the perform aspect. So why are you going to do this? Why why would you start pre-lift training? Well, it's if you're missing lifts that you know you can hit. If you find yourself walking up to the bar knowing you're going to fail or visualizing failed reps and you're you're missing those kind of 80% lifts that you know you can do, when things get heavy or you're struggling, that's what you need to change. So four parts to this. We've made Instagram posts about this. We've written emails about it. But here it is in a podcast form. The acronym is BITE, B-I-T-E. Breathe, imagine, technical, emotional. What that means is first thing you're going to do is take a deliberate breath to send yourself, to be aware on what you're doing right now, to be aware of the sensations in your body. We can get more complex with that about breathing patterns, but now is not the time. Just focus on one breath. That's what you're going to do because you want it to be quick. Then you want to imagine an outcome. Imagine that perfect lift or the aspect of the lift that you want to nail. And it might be that you can't imagine the whole lift looking perfect right now or excellent because perfection doesn't really exist. But you can imagine a wonderful turnover where you just pull under the bar and punch up and that feeling like you can imagine that. Maybe you can't imagine the the pull from the knees, but that one bit 
is exactly what you need to be focusing on. So you just focus on that one small moment of success and build that out to a whole rep as, as, as you go. Then at the most, one technical cue. So for me snatching the other day, my technical cue was long pull. Like that's what I was saying to myself, just long pull. So because my problem is that I, I kind of, I cut it off short. I don't fully extend at the hips as much as I could do. So I was just telling myself long pull. And then finally, an emotional cue. What I mean by this is a mindset cue, like give yourself an emotion, a mindset to kind of try and attain. For me, it's full commitment. So the other day, like this is what, this is what my bite process looks like. Breathe, imagine technical and emotion. I took one kind of short inhale through my nose, like a, excuse the COVID slightly snotty nose there. Um, so I had that one, like that was enough to send to myself. And obviously I wasn't drawing masses of attention to me. I kind of did it under the radar. And then I'd imagine that's like the the catch of the of the bar, like the catch and the the solid lockout and a solid overhead position, not forwards, not back, but just punching up. That's what I was imagining myself feeling. Then a technical cue, which was long pull. And then I'd say to myself as I was walking up to the bar, full commitment, all inside my head. No one else knew I was doing it, but that's what I was going through. And I hit some really good snatches. Unfortunately, what ended up happening is that I rushed my shoulder injury a bit too quickly and ended up getting injured again. But like this is all re-triggering an old injury. But you know what? I hit a really heavy snatch that I haven't hit in a long time. And um this this process really, really works. Like, and that actually run talks uh, brings me into one little problem here. We can use this to go almost beyond our current capacity, um, like I just did. And we've got to be able have enough awareness that I've kind of left behind in all honesty, because the the ego side of wanting to lift the most in the box came up and I kind of fell into that that slightly destructive pattern. But the the bite process there, the pre-lift routine, like it absolutely worked for me. And it can, if you're not careful, push you beyond where you're comfortable so use this to your advantage but understand that it's exceptionally powerful and can take you beyond into that kind of injury zone so work that you should do to prepare yourself for this visualization skills they should be up to scratch you should be able to visualize really well you should have presence as well because you like if you're getting distracted throughout that lift pre-lift routine that's not going to be great sometimes what's going to happen is you might get distracted halfway through if this is the case, just start again. It should only take one to three seconds to do this whole this process. So if you get distracted halfway through, just start again. And you might also become outcome focused. You're too obsessed with making the lift. But initially, just practice nailing the pre-lift routine. That's all you're doing. Like you're working on the pre-lift routine. Changes that you see when you do this consistently, you start fully committing to lift. You start hitting those lifts that you should be able to hit and you stop missing the, the, the kind of the simple ones. So that. It, that those are the five tools that I use more than any others with my athletes. Pre-lift routines, that effort over outcome mentality, mental reset button, the character skill training, and exposure therapy. There's a bunch of others. Like I, I listed out everything that we had here, which is like using AMWAPs, visualization, focus training, the arch, which is a concept we have, mental toughness training, like the effective planning of your workouts, cold exposure, meditation. Like these are all tools that we can use, but those five are the big ones I use with my athletes. So if you want to learn about anything else, shoot me a message on Instagram. Let me know what you're thinking. Like uh, mindset RX, so mindset RXD, 
or my own like personal profile, Tom Foxley, Tom F-O-X-L-E-Y. And don't forget, whilst you're at it, to sign up to that webinar with the wonderful Khan Porter and Rachel Burnett, um, because that will be a one-time only thing. And I don't think you're going to be able to buy uh, to kind of view it afterwards. So sign up, 49 bucks. It's not a massively expensive webinar. Um, and if you don't like it and it's not what you wanted, just let us know and we give you your money back. Um, you've got the point of recording this and the point of probably releasing you've got around a week to sign up to that so good luck hopefully um oh yeah we've only got 100 um 100 spaces on that anyway shoot me a message if you need anything um i really want to hear from you guys because this is a a conversation that i'd like to have with you and i want to know what you want to know about so shoot me a message have a good week of training and try and implement those tools and i'll be back soon for another episode of the limitless athlete podcast 